cliffcentral.com. All she needed was some. 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 Yeah, boy. You know when you hear that, you know exactly what it is. It's the worst guys in the building. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Had a Clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a four five. I get so desperate to do screw screw now, nah, but I'm like, nah. But you know, it's the prayer. I can't be a, I can't be a screw screw boy anymore. No, no, no. I'm, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I can't be a screw screw boy. I can't. I can't. Listen, listen, listen. I think it's only fair and right since we're about that culture as well. Like every podcast, we just need to start it like that. With the song playing for the podcast, we are about to receive. Amen. It has to happen. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, that's the new way. That's the new way. But don't take us for a brown fuck, boy. No, we out here. We being real. We being real. So, worst, guys, on a Wednesday, we hope you're having a fantastic afternoon. We have brilliant guests in the studio today, as always. It's about to be a lituation. Fire, boy. Because all she needed was some. All she needed was some. The worst, guys. All she needed was some. All she needed was some. All she needed was some. She might just, she might just even do the cipher. Alright, alright, we hope you're breaking it down at home In your earphones like we are right now Cause it's always a good time, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes Yo, my brother From another mother What's going on with you, dog? How you feeling today on this beautiful Wednesday? Hey, dog, I feel like I'm under attack You feel like you're under attack? You know you know me and you Yeah, yeah, yeah And then another gentleman by the name of Mukati Masia Back in high school, we were the three gents with the most rough pops Yeah, 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 alright It's hard having a black dad out here, you know Hey, bro, let me tell you something I'm so close to actually... Getting married and jumping ship. You know what I'm saying? Not what happened now? What happened now? Oh, this oak is on my... Yo, 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 yo. What if is, you're listening what's, right what's now, let me just tell you that this is my place to vent. Come right, vent. You chose to download this podcast and hear what I had to say. All right, all so, right, all right. Listen, 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 what's the problem? What's going on? Dog, first, on? I make a mistake of, of, of vying with the keys to work of another car. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was booking that one in for a service. Oh, he gets angry at us. And I'm like, why are you, why are you so mad? No. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. then it escalated and then I had to pay for the service. But Oak doesn't give me the guaps. Oh, so now you had to pay for so the now service. I'm, now, of now, this other car. Yes. I'm like, and he's like, why don't you tell me? I'm like, but, but I'm booking in your old car. No, <laughs> not mine. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I only have one car registered in my name. Bruh, yeah, government yeah. knows only. <laughs> I have one car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Dog. So now you know. I think what it is, right? Especially, I don't know if it's 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 all cultures, broad based, but I know it's it happens a lot in a black household mm. that men collide. Yeah, the minute yeah, yeah. the black a black child, a black boy grows yeah. up to a certain age. The two power heads start colliding because the, yeah. the the nigga realizes, hey, I'm a man now. Yeah, I, yeah. I know what this world is, especially nowadays. We too woke. Yeah, and it's true though. But you have to be willing to 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 gusta with your pops. If you're a man, you must choose no, who's no. the who's the real man of the house. It's like, oh, put your fists up, dog. If, if he can beat you up, if you if you can beat your pops up, then you can tell him to eat a small chicken. <laughs> 
that's how it, that's how it happens these days, no? Because hey, yeah, I do feel that that does happen. You know, I've also experienced it. You know, how have you been, Mark? I've been well, dog. I've been well. You know, still on the grind. You know how this well, this hustle thing goes, man. And you 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 never know how good I'm doing until you don't have to ask. Yes, that's my new philosophy in life. When I walk in the room, you must be like, yes, this guy was on Comedy Central yesterday. <laughs> this guy sold out this theater <laughs> yesterday. So you don't have to ask how I'm doing. You see, that's the place that I want to go. But like for now, for now, it's still the young steps, you know, taking a taxi every day, seeing the things of the world and how it works. Man, today. Did you wake up in Paris again? <laughs> no, no, no. Today I, I, I was in the taxi, right? And there was a, there was an old white guy in it. And you know, we used to seeing white people now in the taxi. We're yeah, free yeah. now. I think those true, things happen. True. But it's nice to see the growth of the nation, you know, because this guy was sitting in the taxi. He was in front of me and we, we, I was coming here. And yeah, it's a mixed taxi, so they ask, Nyapi, Nyapi, na na na. And obviously the driver's speaking in Zulu. And he hollers as this old Mlungu. He's like, eh, where na? Yeah. He's like, eh, sorry, Baba Mina, Gia, eh, Sunning Hill. You! I was like, ah, my boy, my boy, shout out, shout out for actually trying there, my boy. Shout out, shout out. I was like, no. And he's like, Nagu Pilan. And he's like, eh, 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 I don't know, just a, a spa. I'll try. I was like, ah, dog, at least you try. You, you try. Can keep you keep your try. part of the land, homeboy. <laughs> yeah. And you see, the, the thing that I, th- I thought was good about this is that I think older people are much more aware of what has happened and what they need to do to repair the ills of the past. You know, he's not, he's not the, the head honcho anymore. He needs to try speak some Zulu. Otherwise, you're not going to get dropped off where you need to get dropped off, hey. homeboy. So that's good to see because this is a man. He was old, gray hair. He, he experienced apartheid. So it's good to see that there is a shift in our culture. So we must stop crying all the time. I see, I feel like our generation, we love crying. Hey man. You know, people cry because they see so much shit that's going on. But besides all of the nonsense in this world, there's so much less stuff happening. There's so much good. And we need to embrace that. Yeah, there's so much, so much good. Speaking of so much, so much good, we're going to introduce our guests for today. We've got Nadim and Mark Martin from Foolishly Talented Content. Yo, say what's up, what's up there, yo, boy. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having us cool 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 i i dope so we're going to be talking a little bit about uh the video content that you guys have been coming up with and what it's like to be a youtuber in south africa where do you see the future of youtube going can south africans actually make a living out of it and what kind of content you obviously produce uh and ultimately we'll be talking a little bit about a video that you had sent me about uh leave it up to the mamas is that what it's called up to the mamas up to the mamas, all right, all right. Um, so up to the mamas, that's essentially a story about some uh, uh, South African helpers slash housekeepers who are living a life in Greenside and they go to the gym, the park gym, and they work out and that's when they commute. And ultimately, we're just going to be talking about who raised this nation. You know, um, a lot of the times we don't understand that parents are away. And the helper has to raise the child, take them on a, on a walk to the park. Do you know how many times I walk outside and I'm helpers walking two blonde little boys out of the house? It's like, dog, that's not your mom for sure. But <laughs> I mean, she's raising you and she's raising you in a particular way. And that's, that's ultimately who your mom is, you know, 
other than the the actual maternal role that the the physical mom plays. So we'll talk a little bit about um, how how much we value these women in this, in our society, um, especially since Youth Day is coming up. What they have done for us as a youth, and how we can repay them going forward. What is what is our role to play? Because a lot of the times, after the mamas have done the thing, we forget about them and like, yeah, okay, cool, you you help me become the man I am today. But you know, here's a Mother's Day gift. Shut up. Not even that. I mean, like. Uh, small example The teacher at school Complimented the parents Oh your child is so well behaved So well mannered Hey bro But you, that time You're sitting in the office At you know CNBC Africa And you're not even Trying to teach some manners But it's the mama Yeah yeah it's yeah the mama. <laughs> the mama gonna whoop you <laughs> Whoop your ass Don't talk to me like that <laughs> Yeah 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 That's so true Okay so Nadim Tell me tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your, your YouTube channel And what you guys are about So what we're about Is we're a production company And um I wouldn't even say that. We both work for You Magazine and, and Hayes Knutson. And uh, uh, one day we, were, we shoot video for the magazine. And one day we were sitting in the car. And um, we always talk about the kind of video we want to shoot. And um, we just said, listen, why don't we just do it? And yeah. so that's where Foolish Talent, the idea of Foolish Talent came about. But to shoot things with our direction and our style and our sort of... Uh, Kind of uh, take on, on, on life, you know. With up to the mamas, we, we're spreading a lot of positivity, mm. and what that's about. It's a it's a group of domestic workers who are um, who have united. They were a lot of them were depressed. Some of them, one of them, her name is Jane. She's an amazing eccentric character mm-hmm. in our documentary. She actually lost forty kgs gymming at a nearby park, Hectic. and it changed her life. I mean, her cholesterol dropped, and so we try and bring. Very positive South African stories across, yeah, and uh, just create video and, and create things that people really like. Okay, so in terms of the quality of content that's coming out, because I really do like the quality of your content and the way you interview. Um, what do you think is the standard in South Africa? Is it high? Um, I wouldn't say it's it's. I wouldn't say it's high. No, I yeah. I personally think like the the internet made user-generated content so available like everyone picks up a phone and they start taking a picture or taking a video and and gets flooded in the internet so so there is a in the public i think there's a a a standard of not so great but i mean there is people that can do amazing stuff um we our aim is just to like be be on the top yeah and and speaking of that the internet and how much people have access to it and the use that it is for us as youth, especially because before we were limited by um, uh, buildings and papers that we had to work through in order to get something published. Now we have something that's in, as incredible as the Internet. Everybody has access to it, mm. or technically speaking, or theoretically rather, Um we have a broader audience. We have the world audience at our fingertips. So now that's why I, I raised the question of standard. Now we have to compete with the rest of the world. When you look at yourself in comparison to the rest of the world, are there other people who are doing something similar to what you're doing? Or where do you get your, your inspiration from? I completely from? agree with what Martin was saying in terms of the Internet has increased the standard for the whole of South Africa. And when we look at what we want to shoot in, in our a type of style our direction our creativity it all comes from what we see on youtube the kind of channels we follow and that's i mean social media is only getting bigger now that a lot of the the society in south africa that couldn't afford internet are now having access to it so that's also a really good point to look at uh the standard is just 
keeping on growing. I think most of what I learned and what Martin learned, especially when it comes to video editing and, and story progression has been from the internet. So it really is a gem. And I think it, it makes younger people, the millennial generation, have a much broader outlook on life and you know mm. we're not just looking at our tvs for, for what we want anymore we're going out there we're creating our content yeah. and you know we're just doing things that that re- that we can relate to and then other people can also relate to because we are um but tv is becoming outdated in general mm. which is uh, a new thing that we have to start embracing uh everybody's on social media you know it's something that I thought you could avoid, you know, you don't need to be, to have social media to be out here in this world, but you kind of do now. We all are part of this alt, uh, alternate universe almost, um, when we, when it comes to the internet, but we see it generating income for a lot of people. People live off Instagram or live off Twitter. Uh, what is it like in the YouTube space? I know we, we have Mpanza. He's a, he's, Probably the only recognized South African YouTuber that I know of. Uh, who, who else is out here making money? Is it possible to, to really come up with content and make money and people actually subscribe? Do you see that vision for, for Foolish Talent? Um, I'm not so sure about YouTube for us. For now, we're trying to create, um, a platform on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And in order to push our content, we want to create good content. We've only been around for just over a month in terms of, and we got a, we got a, uh, a deal with Via that we, we shooting, we shot up to the moments for. So we are looking f- uh, to vlog a bit. We made a vlog actually. Yeah. We, we were driving after a shoot one day and we drove past the Gupta's house. Yeah. I actually saw that video. <laughs> you, the property was massive. It's you guys crazy, were driving man. for ages and you were still in Saxon world. Yeah. I saw that video. Yeah. So we're trying to get that kind of uh, trying to sell ourselves at the same time. Mm. Um, not in the pervy sense, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can do that too. Money's money. I mean, kind of like the worst guys. You guys do the worst guys, and we we identified that kind of uh, space in the market. If you look at people like the Kiffness, they they're selling their own personal profiles, mm. and then mm. also creating great music and great content. And then we we wanted to be people that uh, other people can relate to. That are, mm. we wanted to make ourselves the brand, yeah. So we can kind of distance ourselves from from other. Uh, content creators and so if samsung were having an event for example they would like the foolish talented guys to come in and cover it yeah that's so dope you see that's exactly what it is taking your own brand and moving it forward mm. in the way that you see fit and that's what the privileges of the internet and things like cliffcentral.com do we don't have to ascribe to what the norm is uh you just hope that it's it's almost darwinism where people are attracted to what you're doing just based on the quality of it it doesn't matter where they have to find it if they if it if it exists people will be drawn to it and if it's good people will love it uh i think that's ultimately what we're trying to do as a youth and how we're trying to change the landscape of uh the 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 future and how we tell stories it's no longer about the tv you don't have to walk into the sabc studios and ask for a show like you used to in the past just you can create your own stuff man. yeah you can do it all all on your own all right okay cool so we know about about you guys a little bit we get it a little bit more into the documentary and uh more of what you guys are doing a little bit later but for now let's get into the stories that have been catching our eye over the last weeks you know we always tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but All right, all right, all right. So, um, the first story that's caught my attention is obviously Helen Zilla. 
Uh, we've, we've heard a lot about Helen Zilla over the last couple of weeks. She's been in trouble with the DA based on her tweets. Uh, but now she's apologized. Uh, here we go. All right. Does she mean it though? Highly doubted. Highly, highly doubted. She's apologized. I think she understood that what she's done has caused big reputational damage to the DA. And she loves the DA so much that she's willing to lie to the public. That she's just a classic politician, actually. I don't think she's sorry about what she's done to black people. I think she's sorry about how, what, what her tweets have done to the DA. I don't think she's actually sorry. The reception of yeah. it. I don't think she's actually sorry about saying those things. I mean, if she was, she would have apologized a long time ago when these first things came up. You know, when you're wrong, you usually know pretty immediately that you're right, like, ah, okay, this was fucked up. <laughs> I should probably, I should probably say I'm sorry. <laughs> and she didn't. She was like, nah, guys, y'all ain't feeling me. Um, so yeah, there, there was a conversation had on the Renegade report with, uh, Zilla. So you guys can go to, to Cliff Central Com and catch that conversation, uh, just about Zilla and how she feels particularly about the, the situation. But personally, I'm a buying it politicians. It's always bullshit. That's my, that's my whole philosophy. Um, that's why buying into politics as a whole is, is kind of ridiculous to me. Democracy seems ridiculous to me because the whole system is a corrupt system that we all buy into voluntarily. And we're like, ah, we know they're corrupt, but you have to vote. That doesn't make sense to me. That seems absurd that you have to do something even though it's trash. That's almost like saying, I'm a policeman. I'll have to check their dorm passes. <laughs> you know, there are things that are wrong that you can see even though they look right to society. And uh, politics is just something I, I just want to keep my Heisman maneuver uh, towards, you know, keep my hand away from that. But that's Zilla. She apologized. So. She's, just, she's just fighting for the limelight of Zuma right now. Yeah. And who knows? Could be another one of Zuma's tricks. Yeah. No. And the thing is, no, but she's it could be because she's fucking it up just before 2019. And. It's too coincidental. It's too coincidental. It's too close. This is too close for them to actually start ruining their reputation if they want to succeed in 2019. So, you know, Zuma maybe has everybody in his back pocket. I'm not sure. He's got a lot of power. You're saying he's in bed with Zilla? <laughs> Probably Bob Singh. She's the 19th <laughs> wife. Hey. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so that's that on Zilla. She apologized and apparently everything's okay now. Musi, my money ain't mad. He ain't mad at you. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, the Neisner fires. Holy shit. When we were last year, we spoke about the, the Cape Town storm yeah. that was taking place. And it was actually quite ridiculous. We, I don't think we realized at the time, but it killed people, it killed like eight people and injured even more. Cars were overturning. We were laughing at Cape Town. We're like, yeah, you wanted water. There's your water. <laughs> but we didn't actually consider how many people this was hurting. You know, people, yes. people were dying out here. I think and even then, Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole must have dropped another mixtape down there because those fires <laughs> Fires were lit. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. It was hot up in there. I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. Neisner fires. It's it's been insane. I think that happened like that that escalated from the storm and it happened. I think the next day on Thursday. That's when it started. And from the images I've seen is ridiculous. And Neisner so beautiful, guys. Neisner so beautiful. Mm. And I just saw it being ripped to shreds by this fire. People have been trying to help. Pick and pay has been uh, uh, involved. Banks have been involved. Apps has been involved. But then it always goes back to, all right, okay, so Neisner's been on fire, right? And we're putting 20 million rand to save Neisner. 
Yeah, but uh, if you jump what, what about the, the highway yeah. at Santon, you get Alex. Alex. You know uh, there's, there's a fire there right now. I can tell you it might not be physical, but Alexandra's burning. Uh, these, all these places are burning. So why, why is it so important that we go and put 20 million towards saving Nisna and the beautiful beach houses as opposed to actually Saving the people that we live with Right across our street The people who are taking those taxis To come and work for you You know what I'm saying Just um, goes to show their priorities You know Exactly, what I'm exactly. Keep, keep the be. power alive Keep the power and the privilege yeah. dog, Alive and, and well That's the that's the whole situation I believe um, And yeah It comes down to the whole idea of uh, Money Who has it uh, How do we get it back uh, who, who influences society I just want to get to a level where I have enough money that if the world is about to go to shit, I can tell you right now, there is a place where <laughs> all of the big shots have, you know, uh, a hideaway yeah. and to start reproducing again and create a whole new earth. Yeah. I want to be part of those people that have bought into that whole idea. Yeah, that yeah, whole they, they, have the, they have a bunker, they have army weapons, they prepared. Yeah. And if the actual earth physically implodes and goes to shit, they've got a spaceship. Yeah. Guaranteed. They're moving people in the spaceship like, yeah, we're gone, guys. We're yeah. out here. It's survival of the fittest. That's the truth about life right now. But I was actually watching an interesting documentary about uh, the existence of humanity and the way we treat uh, each other and the idea of money. And obviously, we know it's the roots of all evil, but it's actually deeper than just it being the roots of all evil because we've gone to a place where there are so many technological advancements. We could 3D print, for example. We There are machines that could build houses in a day. So now we're talking... We could create a society that's independent of money based on our technological investments with machines. And I imagine the society that's built in this way, the transport, self-driving tra- transport that goes up and down and horizontal. It's small, guys. Yeah, it's if you mild. think unemployment rate is back right now, <laughs> it's still going to get lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the best part is that you won't need employment. There'll be joy. I believe. I think we have the technological advancements to do things that they've been hiding from us. Yeah, essentially. But, uh, uh, Capitalism Yeah but wins. No but I was saying we, we could do away with that We could use a scientific approach To rebuilding the world The structure of the world And this is what we've been talking about Doing away with the entire system That we've built Realizing like Oh okay guys Money's fucked up It's fucked up our society And caused a whole lot of inequality How do we fix it? As humans we haven't actually Looked at ourselves and said Guys we're actually destroying this planet By ourselves so what are you saying? We must chase the money. No, yeah, essentially we must chase the money. We can do things that will actually produce happiness for everybody because there won't be inequality because we'll all have access. Mm. It's simple things like good products. The fact that your products keep breaking and you have to buy a new phone every two years and you have to buy earphones every six months, that, that is driven from the economy, the, re, the, 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 the drive to make money by corporates. You know, if you don't actually have to buy a new cell phone every year, you won't, you won't give these people money. And the, the need for, for, for your money dec- declines as well. So like, imagine if you never had to buy earphones again. I'm telling you, we have the technology to be able to make earphones that don't die. I can guarantee that. But we already had a problem with, uh, you know, cell phone charges, for example, but that, have you seen the video for the new i8? Yeah. What what has happened with that video? It's like the size of a portable charger, some device like a portable charger, right? Just placed, I think, plugged into the socket, and it's just almost like a a Bluetooth connection. Yeah. That just 
charges your phone. So it's not even connected physically. Yeah. But you're charging. You could just talk a little, like maybe two steps back and it would still be charging. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. How we have, far we have are technology. We, go with technology? we have, it's gonna be mal. I think people are actually afraid because it's gonna be insane and people are gonna lose their jobs, but I'm saying ultimately lead to the fact that we won't need jobs. One more end. thing, one more thing. Yeah. The other night you were singing that song, uh, I said I've been to the year 3000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> much has changed, but they, they live underwater. underwater. Thinking about the advances of technology and how, um, out of the, uh, the elements, water is like, you know. 70% of the world. It could just go <laughs> and swallow us whole. Yeah. We need to find a way to live, live underwater. underwater yeah. So I don't know. Are, are, are they doing the Simpsons <laughs> kind of thing with Donald Trump? What they call it before the time and the year three thousand? We actually living underwater. Yeah, yeah. We might just be. Who knows? I don't mind. I don't mind. I can swim. Yeah, I'm gonna be a man. <laughs> I don't know about mermaid. my brothers and Alex, but I can swim. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we've been swimming in Alex. You know what I'm saying? I've never been there. I've never been there. But yeah, yeah, swimming, yeah, yeah. We're afloat. Just to be alive today. You're swimming well. Alright, alright, cool. So yeah, you with the worst guys at the underscore worst guys or at cliffcentral.com. If you're on Twitter, hit us up. If you want to hit us up with a message on WhatsApp, please do. The number is 079-748-2090. There was another story that I wanted to talk about before heading into you guys a little bit more. Um, apparently, my boy, you're going to love this. It's the Oak in the Free State. <laughs> Martin's actually going to go do cover this story now. He'll tell us a little bit more about it. But there's an oak in the free state who has a lion as a pet. Wow. In his crib. A watchdog. A watchdog. So if you jump on the fence to try to rob this guy, trust he's going to send his lion out. And I told these guys, <laughs> it's probably the lion that they didn't find after the lions escaped Kruger National Park just the other weeks. This guy's not black, I can tell you now. Oh, of course not, dog. <laughs> Firstly, the first clue is the free state. <laughs> No, Second clue is the lion. We're afraid of normal cats. Yeah. Never mind a lion. Dog. We're still afraid of dogs. There's no, well, there aren't that many buck wild dogs. Yeah. But the wild cats out here. <laughs> Niggas die every day Niggas die every day So yeah. tell me a little bit About the story Martin this guy He has a pet He has a pet lion What do you think it's for? Is it for protection? Is no no so, so I think two days ago About this video Like aired the internet Where this guy's friend Went to, to visit him Yeah And he took a video Of of his friend's lion Running around the freaking house Yeah Like So yeah So I mean I'm going there now This afternoon To Webstart Yeah yeah Webstart yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's to gonna, yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah, what's, what's, <laughs> what's cooking? What's like, fly on the wall, kind of, what's, what's happening there? Uh, like, I think so many people, um, so many farmers also, like, are, are kind of fed up with, with all the stuff that's happening. Yeah. You understand? Like, they go to certain measures to protect all the stuff that's property. happening. Explain. Yeah, well, well, farm murders. Farm theft and murders. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're saying he's, He's, he's not letting it happen to him No yeah, matter what basically, I'm I, get I think faster they, uh, I mean I'll hear the story now But I think like There was uh, Stories about his neighbors And stuff That yeah. got dropped And blah 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 So I think um I think that basically Decided It's not that <laughs> to, to me yeah. yeah My my wonder on that Is just how he He managed to capture the lion And how he manages To maintain that Unless he's maybe like Okay you'll find out more From the story I, mean, I wish I was in your I shoes want, I don't want to even lie You know When when it comes to Nature boy shit I uh, know you, you guys are the are the <laughs> realest I've seen a video Of a guy Punching a kangaroo Because the yeah. kangaroo Had this dog in a chokehold I'm like this guy's so <laughs> I wouldn't even think of that First yeah. words that come out of my mouth, you know, is like 
clearly, as stereotypical as it may be, food tech. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first word that's going to come out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, 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 for sure. For but, sure. Yeah, okay, that, that's an interesting story. And then just the last one, we'll talk to just touch on it because it's in London. You know, these, these things don't, don't affect us that much. I think a lot of the times we focus on international news a lot, but it's really more, it's a lit situation in London currently. Uh, there's a tower that is 24 stories high and 120 apartments full that's on fire. Right now, literally on fire. Uh, the whole world is burning, actually. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, we're getting closer to one of the leaders in power saying, yo, fuck y'all, I'm letting out these nukes. Let's yeah, go. Poof, everything's good. I even, I even tweeted the other day, I was like, no, I always take a bottle of water with me when I leave the house in case the, po- the apocalypse comes. You know, you gotta be ready either, either to be the guy with some leverage. Hey, hey. y'all wanna come with me? I got some water. <laughs> I give you some water if you give me some transport, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta have some leverage during the apocalypse, guys. That's what I feel. Uh, yeah, so here's the massive fire in London. Ah, Ben, 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 Ben. Until Africa we're rises. Also right? <laughs> yeah, we're also, also burning in nice now. Yeah. It's hot, it's hot in these streets. It's winter, but it's burning everywhere. Alright, so those are the stories that have interested me over the couple, over the last week, uh, since we've last been here. Uh, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about this video, right? Um, our mamas. Alright. Uh, can I ask you, Martin? Actually, mm. did you did you have a helper growing up? No, I actually didn't. Oh, no, really? No, my my mom was a stat mom. Oh, that's so no. dope. That's so no. dope. Okay, and yourself? No, no I did. Oh, you did. It's so funny how the white guy didn't have. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Messed up my whole train of thought. <laughs> okay, so we just need to restructure this interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, Nadim, you had a helper growing yeah, up. No. What was her influence on your life? I think a lot, definitely a lot. I mean, when my mom wasn't home, I also had a single mom. I was brought up by a single mom, but uh, you know, she definitely made our lives a lot easier. And I, I think, to a large extent, looking back, I did take her for granted. You know, just yeah. in the in the way we we interact as human beings, the fact that my bed was made, the fact that you know she swept up the kitchen or whatever, yeah, it's the little things that you need need to be thankful for. Did she cook? No, she didn't. She okay, didn't okay, cook. cool. Because a lot of helpers do cook, yeah, which that's, is that's okay. how that happened in my household. But then my father was a lazy puss, so uh, what yeah, else are we gonna think, do about that? I think with with um, <laughs> a helper in a in a household where there's another woman, a lot of the mothers out here, like the uh, biological mothers, they don't let another woman cook because there's always a, also that underlying fear of what if she just puts some nice spice that you know, <laughs> and I just you. never wake up. You just never wake up. You know? Yeah, you see, that leads to how much trust we actually put into uh, uh, our domestic exactly. workers and our helpers. And the people in general who serve us, uh, like I, I get confused when people treat waiter, waiters or, or serving staff uh, badly because these are the people who are feeding you. They could actually poison you, you know, uh, hypothetically speaking. So uh, it, it goes back to the idea of who's actually doing who for who. You know, how much, how much do the people in the working class contribute to our society today and the way that it is? Cause I've, I, I, I think I also took my, my, my helper for granted, even as a black person. I mean, the, the way we look at the working class in society, the guy who does the least gets paid the most. Yeah. The guy who does the most, gets, yeah. He's scraping those peanuts. Yeah. The way we value things is, is very absurd, actually. It's, uh, it's, it's herd mentality, uh, over most things. That's what I think. Pe- people can't think for, Think for yourself and you'll you'll find find out that a lot of these so-called authorities are bullshit. (laughs) Y'all need to wake up, wake up, wake up. The boy said it right there. That's three of us. This is silly, man. Just wake up, man. Look at things through your own eyes and not through Twitter. 
I, I, <laughs> it's some real shit happening on that we need to focus on as a generation. Okay, so um, yeah, this video, these mamas, they, they, they gymming as a way of escape, escape, escapism. Because I see some of them have very real stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one interesting story that came out from the videos, one of the helpers actually, she said she, she's a cleaner, right? She cleans, she takes care of the house, and she says she loves her job. Mm. She loves her job because that's what she does anyway. She cleans, she, she cooks, she irons. I love doing these things and I love being a helper. I, I never thought I'd hear a helper saying I love my job. I thought there's always that complex where I have to be in this position because I'm a disadvantaged black woman. But to hear that coming from it was, was surreal to me. It was, it was incredible working with her. Actually, her name is Talita and we actually got to live a day in, in her life. Yeah. Um, we shot that scene. I don't know if you saw it. It's a long traveling scene with her in it. Yeah. And so we got to go to Deepslut to her house and, oh, okay. and see the kind of things that she's leaving behind. Uh, there was a sister, I think her niece actually, sorry, that was there that she'd, she'd only, she hadn't seen in months and they had a, a little bit of an exchange and then she, she shot video with us, but she was great. I mean, she loved modeling. <laughs> oh, wow. She was just amazing to work with, but she also had, a very large source of endearment for, for the people that she worked for. She has a son that lives with her and um, they're very much a family and that's the kind of atmosphere we got through mm. with all the mamas all, that we all worked of them, with. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's what, what we thought was so inspiring and we wanted to get that across. I'm sure you, you saw where Eva said, uh, they don't call, call me the helper or the worker or whatever. We're just a family. Mm. We're all and, the same. Yeah. yeah. And so what brought these women together? Uh, what, what is, what is the driving force behind us going to the park in Greenside? Uh, instead of the classic picture, you know, of, uh, the mama sitting on the side of the road gossiping, <laughs> they're actually going tea, to the man. park. Yeah. <laughs> drinking tea. Uh, they're actually going to the park and they're doing hectic exercises. I wouldn't what be able imp- to do that shit that they do. What impressed me was the Tai Chi. I mean, <laughs> that's a form of meditation and being able, meditation and being able to control your mind you yeah, just become yeah, yeah, a much yeah. more happier person yeah yeah so what what brought these mamas together it definitely Was it the helped struggle? them well it helped them a lot psychologically a lot of them were, were very depressed and they were down and uh one of the ladies name is evelyn she told us that you know after work she cleans the house and then she goes to her room and she doesn't have access to internet or anything so she's just lonely and what brought them together to go to the park was uh they used to walk together. They, they met each other. One of, some of the ladies used to walk in the area together and then they realized that the government had put equipment at a nearby park. Yeah. And, uh, I think after a while, one of the ladies, uh, saw them working out there and also taught them aerobics and then it became like a society. It wasn't, it, the mamas are a society. These are 70 year old women that are doing pull ups, sit ups in a park mm. every single day. Up to day. like 30 women. I mean, yeah. they said there's like so many, so many mamas there that mm. actually come together and, and look after like their health. Yeah, that was, it was incredible for me to see. I'd never seen something like that. Let, let me tell you, I, I've, I've visited Virgin Native Classic Club Santon. There's people in there that don't have the core strength of these mamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Yeah, they've got it. They've got it. Like, uh, that's great. So tell me a little bit more about the content that you guys want to produce. Cause obviously you guys have a, a unique take on things and a uni- unique angle. This is something I've never seen or even heard of. Uh, I know you guys base your, 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 your content on Documentaries. Uh, what what do you see yourself recording? What are the what is the actual vision for for foolish? There content? aren't really any boundaries with foolish mm. foolish talent. You know, um, 
we want to work for NGOs, for Nike, for Samsung to do promotional videos and then also sell a true South African story at the same time, do news videos that, that help the country. Yeah. And, um, I, I also think like the, the diversity between me and Nadim, different ages, different, uh, aspects on life and and i mean i've been in the media for 12 years now as a photographer um i've i've done video the last six years and yeah i'm i met this young journalist guy that comes into the office energetic he's got ideas he's got things happening and yeah. i was immediately attracted to that because mm. there, there was a, at at um media 24 or in, in the media, there's a, a specific way of doing things daily. Like every day is kind of doing the same things. You as yourself, as a creator can advance and, and get a, a certain way of thinking on stuff, but only to a to a certain direction. Yeah. So yeah, this, this like energetic guy comes past and I'm like, I need to get on this train. <laughs> I yeah, need to yeah, get, yeah. I mean, I can only do so much visually as a creator. So obviously I'm, I'm behind the camera and I do that kind of thing where he's actually the mastermind. Yeah. So tell me a bit about, yeah. Martin's <laughs> definitely flattering me quite a bit here, but, uh, <laughs> no, definitely seeing Martin was a breath of fresh air. We, I got into the office. Obviously I was nervous. It was my first big job and I just got out of Rhodes University last year and I studied yeah. digital media. Yeah. And so, Obviously, as you said, there's a certain rubric the way we do things in Media 24 for each publication. And it gets into a routine. You get exhausted. It gets tiring. It's get, it gets boring. Yeah. You've and got deadlines to meet. You've got a, mm. yeah, the, everything's uh, structured. Routine. Sausage yeah. machine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, I've, we've got dreams. You know, we don't want to earn a salary every month. We want to work together on mm. a project. And I think we just started shooting basic video for the magazine and just realized what we could do. And I was, Martin's got some serious skills in terms of shooting as well. So we were very lucky. Yeah. And so also you can't wait for stuff to happen. You just need <laughs> to get, get your head into, out of the gutter, yeah. into what you want to do and just start. And yeah. that's what, that's what we basically did. We just started conceptualizing and started shooting stuff. And, and this is what came out up to the mamas as our first project, which I think is really Cool. This is your your first big project. This is our say. first big project. Mm. Together, oh, okay, yes. that, that's interesting because I did see on your website that you are, or your YouTube page that you there was another documentary that you were shooting, or maybe this was the one. Mm. Actually. No, this was the one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I understand. We worked project. together on uh, a lot of other stuff for you, for yeah. example, but this was our own like passion project. Oh, okay. Mm. No, that's interesting, man. I love I love hearing about people who have got passions and still know how to be a part of the actual system that's going that's going on because mm. you guys are the insiders now you guys have the voice to be like no you you shouldn't be doing it like this mm. the kids aren't, aren't thinking like that today listen to the kids listen to the kids <laughs> that's definitely bro. the way the country is going my man yeah uh, yeah no we definitely have to listen to the millennials or oh, generation z as they're calling them now yeah 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 i think the even younger people than us who didn't experience a life without internet they've got some new ideas that we need to be open to and that's why i'm always interested in what the youth has to say you know protest and stuff like that because they're always on the edge of change they're the first to see it and we have to keep up as older people and that's one thing i pray that i'll be able to grow with grace and be able to understand that things will not always be the way they are i don't i never want to be that person who says back in my day or oh. this is how it's supposed to <laughs> <laughs> I never ever want to be that person I want to be able to roll with the times Because the times they are always changing And like I say There's a revolution on our hands And we are the ones responsible 
So go in there, go into Media 24, tell them people to stay woke. Tell the people you just were at Cliff Central was uncensored. I said bitch and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way the future's going, man. That's the way the future's going. All right. Um, one thing we're going to do. I don't know if you guys know about this. I didn't tell you about it. It's a little, it's a little bit of a, of a secret, but you, 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 you can participate if you want, but there's no pressure because we rappers, right? We like to, we like to freestyle. Sure. <laughs> we like to do some shit. Just rap in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night. It don't matter any place, any time. We're going to put some bars on right now. It's called the worst guy cipher. So we're going to put a little beat on dual instrumental because usually we actually do have hip-hop guests in the studio and they like to join us on the on the things but it's even more fun when people who aren't even in the industry of rap (laughs) give it a shot shot because it makes it authentic it makes it fun so if you you want to just say (laughs) say some some words i don't know you know you know how to speak you can you can literally speak but even if you say a nursery rhyme it's a rhyme yeah 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 there's just a there's just a dope beat behind it yo so as usual we're gonna wrap up with the words guys cypher here we go. Okay. Woo. Uh, I feel like making a hook for this. I feel like making a hook, man. Taking every second, taking every minute. I'm never gonna stop. I push it to the limit. I'm taking every second. I'm taking every minute. I'm never gonna stop. I push it push to it, the push limit. It, push it. Taking every second. Everybody wasting time. I'm just here on the streets, on the grind every day. Get behind me, yo. I'm the guy with the sickest flow. Everybody wanna touch my fro, but I say, hey, bitch, leave me alone. I just wanna be walking in the streets with my headphones on. I'm I'm still gone cause I had a couple of bongs I'm still singing the same song And everybody wanna tell me who I am is wrong But I stay strong, I'm not like you I'm just the guy who's just trying to be me Malcolm Julie, it's a weird name But I'm still the best MC Cause you can't even see me I'm like John Cena You know I'm gonna knock you out in the marina Yo, taking every second Taking every minute I'm never gonna stop I push it to the limit Taking every second And taking every minute I'm never gonna stop I push it to the limit Push it, push it That's all I do Cause I'm a pusher Push it, push it I take it to the fucking limit Limit, limit I never stop I never quit it Quit it, quit it I'm gonna go to the tippy, tippy, tippy top I never stop until the Drops, Malcolm Julie, stop the clap because we're gonna shock the whole world. Look at your girl, she looking at me, she looking at Malcolm Julie. Oh my gosh, what we gonna do? Take it to the, take it to the limit. Taking every second and taking every minute, what we gonna do? Taking minute, taking every second, we push it to the limit, we push it to push the it, limit. Yo, have you got a bar? I'm trying to rap. <laughs> don't know what to say. I'd rather take a nap. Oh, oh, we got a rhyme. We got a rhyme from the boys. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't know what to say next. That's so. the worst guy, Cypher. <laughs> We've been hanging out with Nadim and Martin from Foolish Content. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You guys have been absolutely dope. Download the podcast, yo. How are we making Africa great? Think about it. Think about it for a second. And we out. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Cliffcentral.com